What a damn fine song. Gets me fired up every time. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in and welcome to a very special episode of Ba. This one we're going to be titling a Ba Promotion type episode because that song you just heard, which is named Follow Me by the Collaborators, we're doing an episode on this band. Up and coming, great talents, and I happen to have an in with the band as well. The man with the plan sitting beside me, East. How's it going, East? Yo, Ba, what's good, my homie? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, buddy. East to the G here, a.k.a. the Doja Malone. One-fourth of the collaborators. Now, the collaborators, it's a fresh new sound to hip-hop. Uh, we just have our own unique sound. It's uh, something you haven't heard before. It sounds amazing. It sounds something I want to play in the car, at a party. It just gets me hyped. Well, that's the thing about us is that um, our consistency in switching up to each track, like every every song sounds different. It's not it's not the same. Like you listen to, on the radio and you hear like three different songs and and you're like, yo, is that the same track? And you're talking to someone whoever you're with and they're like, nah, yo, like that was a different one. Like uh, those are all three different songs, you know, and they all sound the same. But that's not with the collaborators. We all we all have different sounds each each song that we put out there. That's very true because you got some real nice party jams and then you guys take it slow sometimes. It's uh, it sets a nice mood. Yeah, we're trying to hit uh, you know all different types of concepts and all different like just grab everyone's attention, not just one group of people. You know. Okay, so uh, why don't we start this show about the collaborators? Which honestly, you people are gonna have to go and see these guys live. But why don't you tell us who is in this band? Like, tell us who you are. Well, basically, the collaborators consist of four members. Okay. And we have the guitarist, uh, Jordan White. Oh, very talented. Very, very talented. A master with the guitar uh, and a loop pedal. Uh, he basically will create a beat from scratch uh, using his guitar to make every instrument. It's impressive what this guy can do. And he'll do. do it live, you know. Yeah. It's like an Ed Sheeran type of, type of thing. That's very good. Um, also, we have uh, three MCs. Yeah. Tell us about them. Who's the first? Uh, first, I'm going to let you know about my homie, Len Dog. Now, he's an MC with a hardcore flow. And this guy, man, like, I've seen him write a verse and memorize it that night. And this, like, and, and, and this isn't only one time. Like, I've seen this happen, like, a lot of times, man. This guy, I don't know what it is. Once he writes something down, it's it's just stuck in his head. I think my favorite thing about Len Dog is that the different sound he brings to you guys with that deep, you know, almost gravelly, awesome lyrics. Yeah, yeah, he's got that hardcore, don't fuck with me flow. Like It changes it up from the other guys, from you. Yeah, you know, like, uh, me and him used to be roommates, and we used to get these uh, notes in the mail slot. Because we'd always be freestyling, always be rapping, always always uh, working on some beats together. And, and it's funny, like, one of the notes we got, uh, I'll never forget this. It, uh, it said, uh, to the assholes in apartment 305, <laughs> uh, the world only needs one Drake. Oh. Which, which I, you know, you know, Drake's doing his thing. Much love for him and, and doing a thing for Toronto. That's my city. Represent. And, 
and um but to be honest like we don't we don't even sound like drake at all like we got our own thing going on and like i just thought it was uh funny that that's who they decided to uh compare us to well nothing better than a nice passive aggressive no right <laughs> no doubt but yeah len dog he's a he's a ill freestyler i've been i've been rapping with him for almost six years now um yeah you gotta check it out he's uh he's another member of the collaborators uh also another mc in the group is uh my homie mike briz oh briz so he's uh this guy he's a character you know like there's uh not not just one character like he's like 20 characters like out of a cartoon you know what i mean like he he <laughs> guy's crazy you can't uh predict what he's gonna do next some of the best tattoos I've ever seen because they're comic book tattoos. <laughs> Not to mention that he's all tatted up from head to toe uh, with uh, comic comic book characters, including the Ninja Turtles. Uh, he's got some cool ones, like that little green dude from the Flintstones. Oh man, I I can't. I know exactly your t- talks to Fred. I yeah, can't even yeah. think of his name. The right Great now. Gazoo. The Great, the Great Gazoo. Gazoo. I think. Good yeah. call. Uh, you know, he even got a funny one with Charlie Brown. Uh, with a with a gas with a gas can in his hand and a cigarette in his mouth, you know, <laughs> that's the type of guy that Briz is. You know, he's a serious hip hop head. You know, been to a thousand shows, including uh, Wu Tang, backed up uh, by the Roots in New York, which recently just happened. That's amazing. What a show. Personally, you know, I'm not jealous or envious or anything, but <laughs> damn, I wish like I was there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he's a very knowledgeable guy when it comes to music, especially hip hop. He's got some good stories to tell. Oh, for sure. You know, like what we're trying to do is just make hip hop at its finest. You know, so people think about the collaborators. You know, and they saying that hip hop's dead, but. If that's the case, then, you know, we, we like four Ghostbusters strapped with defibrillators, you know, <laughs> bringing each fucking beat back to life with, with, with that unique sound I was telling you about. That's good. I like that right there. So, you know, personally, myself. Yeah, last but not least. Last but not least, you got Eastgate, a.k.a. the Doja Malone. You know, now, if you really want to take a trip down memory lane... Well, you know, this is how it all began, and like, you know, sit back, relax, Bob. I'm I'm gonna lean back right now. <laughs> lean back, you know. I'm gonna let you know basically how this all started, and you know, be honest, I never really told anyone the story. Okay. Well, this is an exclusive first right here on this show. The history, the story behind the making of East. Yeah. So this is the origin of Eastgate. The origin story. <laughs> so you know, like I was growing up. Uh, Burlington, moved from Oakville, young age, you know, um, single mom, two little sisters, and I was living in this rundown five-story apartment. I had to go to school, you know, watch my sisters after school, uh, playing sports, and, you know, life was nice. My family, you know, they're Portuguese, Portuguese and and Canadian, the other half, I'm not exactly sure where in Canada, but... (laughs) You know, my my cousin Brookside, um, he's the one who probably really introduced me to hip-hop. Okay. You know, other than watching music videos and, uh, you know, like, bootleg up the smoke tour tapes back in the day. Wow. Uh, I remember going to his place at a very young age, and, um, you know, he'd always go out and chill with the older crowd. And he'd go out and do his thing. You know, he's, he's uh, four years older than me. 
So late night, you know, I would just chill in his room and listen to, you know, five, six, or ten of the latest mixtapes that he made for himself. So he was always into it, always had some, the freshest, the latest stuff. Like, it dropped that morning. He had it, you know, by 12 o'clock or right before the afternoon, you know? So, you know, I would just chill at his place and listen to this while all these mixtapes and all these tracks while I go, well, like, I'm talking to Napster, like, LimeWire days. Like, you know, you remember that, Bob, you know, downloading multiple tracks, you know, each minute, you know. Jeez, man, you're bringing it real back. <laughs> <laughs> the, the amount of time I spent doing that. Yeah, yeah, you know, so now, like, I'm probably, like, 11 years old and... Uh, I'm chilling with one of my homies, uh, Gage. Uh, we we were troublesome, you know. We rob a couple convenience stores in the old brand plazas, and you know we started smoking weed. And you know I was playing b-ball, and you know we had just started bringing the ruckus, you know. So all summer, uh, grade seven, it was probably around the same time there. Yeah, I was. That's when I was like last pick before. That summer, I was the last one to be on the fucking basketball team. You know, big, tall, six foot three, fucking big motherfucker. But you, you know, scary looking guy. And then, and then I pick up a basketball. I couldn't even shoot, man. I was doing the the two handed chest pass. Wow. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture how you play now. Yeah, right now, like I'm not gonna lie, nothing to mess with. Like you're pretty hard me. in the paint. That's that's the one true. thing we go hard in the paint. You know? <laughs> Uh, I play for a team called Sicker Than Your Average. Uh, my homie uh, Luke Keelar, my buddy Zach Jones, a couple of my homies out there. Mm. You know, these are all ballers um, that are on my squad. And, and we, we're the champs the last two seasons, so we're defending the title again this season. Mm-hmm. So far undefeated, 4-0. So uh, Pretty good start. This Sunday we'll be, we'll be uh, you know, defending the title still again, you know, trying to keep that uh, undefeated streak going. But, uh, yeah, you know, so back then, you know, I was the last one pick, and it took me one summer. And this summer, this is when I met my homie Biggs, but uh, this summer I went, I played ball all summer. And I came back, and I was the number one pick on the team. I was I was captain of the squad the next year, running the show. Even when our point guard got injured, I was a big man running point, you know, because I was working on my handles. I was just practicing every day you know like if you want to be good at something you got to go out there you got to practice that's exactly it you got to be the best so you know i came back and i was captain and i was playing on the senior squad so i move up playing with all the older cats so this is where i found probably one of my first connects you know started hustling hard uh uh, you know a single mom i didn't have a lot man if you want to look good at school you know you gotta look good for the lady you know what i'm saying but if you want to look good (laughs) You you gotta you gotta have nice clothes and you know gotta get your materials. I couldn't even afford materials for for binders and pencil crayons or stuff like that, you know. So I had to start hustling and <clears throat> so before you know that it was I don't know it's probably uh, during that summer where balling when I met my homie Biggs like I was saying and he had just. Uh, he had just, you know, shown me how he set up all this uh, equipment down in his basement. And this is when I, like, you know, like, I'm already into hip-hop. I mean, he, he's into hip-hop. Now he's making beats. I was like, yo, Biggs, like, why don't you tell me this, man? He had a studio so, downstairs? Yeah, he showed me his setup. He had all this studio built up in his basement. Oh, that's sick. Also has a single mom, also kids. You know, he's babysitting every day. Mm-hmm. Gotta take care of the kids every day. <clears throat> 
So like we're chilling, we're 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 chilling after school, blazing, listening to hip hop, playing basketball, hip hop, hustling, blazing, basketball, hip hop, hustling, blazing. Like that was every day, you know. So one of my closest brothers, you know, my homie Biggs, and he had all these other MCs coming through the spot. Now they're laying down their verses, and I was usually there, you know, like I arrived after and just hanging out. I'm just hanging out and listening, and you know, say what up and. But, you know, there's this one particular rapper, I'm not going to name any names, but, you know, he wasn't an MC. That's why I called him a rapper. And <laughs> there's a huge difference, trust me, you know. Like, you, if, if, if you're a hip-hop head, you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, this guy was so basic in his lyrics, had no content, nothing to grab your attention. And, you know, Biggs, you know, he's putting a lot of work into these beats and recording, producing, and mixing, like... It's a lot more work than just the MC, you know, writing the lyrics and practicing and memorizing lines. Like, all the hours spent uh, mixing a track so that it's perfect and it sounds and, like, everything, the timing has to be, you know, on point, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but I'll never forget this one session. You know, I flat out told him, like, bro, like, you're wasting your time with this guy. He's junk. I'll never forget the way that Biggs look at me. <laughs> You've just been paying your dues at this point. He look at me and he's like, man, he got so pissed. His <laughs> eyes turn red. And he's going he's just, super saiyan. Yo, he's just like, man, if you can't do any better, man, then shut the fuck up. Oh, he throws down the gauntlet. Nah, at the time I remember, boy, like, I was coming to a realization, like, yo, maybe he's right, yo, like, if that cat can do it. You know, I'm talking shit. I'm sitting here. I'm just I'm just listening. I'm not, you know, I'm just talking, you know. And then this guy, you know, like, I, I if I can't do anything better, you know, like, I don't know if it was anger that called me or, like, just because he called me out that, you know, maybe I saw an opportunity just to do something with myself, you know, because, like, well, I told you what I was doing every day. Right. <laughs> something's you know, got to change it's a bad routine to fall into you know I was just a young gun but yeah something's got to change so you know something to do with myself in my spare time and you know I just been chilling so maybe so, you know I just had to prove Biggs wrong so what you so, just start writing it was that night you know it was that night that I told him you know burn me a CD after he called me out I told him to burn me a CD with a couple beats on it so he threw like two or three on there and, you know, it must have been, you know, it could have been that night the MC was born. This is the origin story right here. You're you're being bit by the spider as we speak. Yo, it could have been that night, you know, I was bit by the spider. Or, you know, it could have been a time I got, you know, struck with the gamma ray when I got jumped by like 11 dudes and fucking knocked three of them out before I got hit to the ground. Damn, that's not bad. Or, you know, maybe then the MC was born. Or, you know, maybe I was just chilling there and, and a ring showed up and said I was worthy, you know? Like, you know, like a Green Lantern, you know? Like, fuck. Maybe it was when I watched my homie's mom pass away right in front of me. Like, that shit will change your life, man. It could have been any one of those nights, you know? But I think from it was then all on, like, from then on, anything I experience or anything I see, anything I put down on paper, you know, I'm just trying to paint paint a picture for you with words, trying to piece together... You know, like a rare Basquiat, like, if you know what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> if you don't know who that is, it's a famous New York graffiti artist. Uh, 
you know, he became a huge modern artist. Like, one of his paintings right now go for, like, $4 million to, like, $12 million. Like, something crazy, even $48 Jesus. million. Like, and this guy was, like, an old-school graffiti artist just, just doing his graffiti tags on the subway in New York, man. That's fucked. Talent is talent. Don't matter. So, you know, basically what I'm trying to say, you know, music is it's my life, man. It saved my life. You know... It's a cool fact, you know, what I like, you know, Biggs learned to make beats from a producer by the name of Joe Brown. So I'm going to introduce you to someone else. It's another beat producer, uh, Joe Brown. Now, this guy, I've seen him play any instrument, just picking it up and learning it. Really? That's how talented he is, man. He never never played a violin before. You give it to him, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll know how to play it. 10 new songs, even symphonies, by the end of the week. Wow. He's, so he's just one of those guys. That, the music is in his blood. Oh, the music is in his blood, man. So. What, so let's, you got something for us then? Oh, you want to hear a little something. Well, you know what? If you want to hear something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run a little sample. Uh, since I was talking about the boys, uh, you want to hear some of the collaborators. I'm going to play a little snippet. Uh, this is my homie Len Dog, so you can hear, uh, see what his flow sounds like. This is that hardcore, hardcore raspy flow, my homie Len. This is a track called Minor Yours. Ooh, it's uh, dedicated to all the veterans and everyone that gone to war on, on you know, November 11th, Veterans Day, you know, Remembrance Day. Just God bless everyone. <laughs> my country, I'll fight for my flag, I'll fight for my family till my life's in a bag, it's my right I'm a citizen, protect where I'm living and respect is earned, you never just giving it imminent when you're driven to be definitive enemy combat starts and I will finish it right to left, I will march where the mission is step for step, I will feel no hesitance cover my brothers whenever trouble is coming I take a bullet for any one of them, double and nothing Damn. In between, no limit. It. he's going, shit, you know what he's I'm going. saying you know what I'm saying god Damn, so, the tempo that you guys bring to some of these songs. That's what I'm talking about right there. You know, he, he sometimes Lenny gets criticized for his, uh, you know, his raspy, hardcore flow. But as you can see, you know, a motherfucker holds it down. Damn. All right. So back to, you know, back to I was talking about my homie Joe. Joe Brown, you know, like, this guy's so talented. And, and his whole family, very talented people. His father's a doctor. His mother's a doctor. His brother also. His brother Dylan, also extremely talented. He's worked with members of the collaborators. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, a song called Pain. Uh, him and Len Dog and Mike Briz. Um, Dylan plays the piano keys in it. Uh, also, uh, rumor has it. That there's a near future collaboration with Dill, you know, in the mix. Oh, are we getting yo, an exclusive? Street, yo, oh, this show is full of exclusives right now. Yo, I'm full of surprises. But yo, back to Joe. Like, Joe Brown was the one who taught Biggs how to make beats. So what I'm trying to say, you know, is if it wasn't for Joe, then Ramon, Ramon, my homie Biggs, you know, he wouldn't have learned how to make the beats. I wouldn't have been rapping on those beats. It sounds just like everything you told us just came together. You were meant to do this, the way your life went, the people you met. This is what you were meant to do. Well, everything just kind of fell in place, right? You know, like we started working on songs every day. Right. It didn't stop for about four years. When we got into a little altercation, me and Biggs, uh, over some ridiculous, you know, I'm not even going to get into it, but bygones is bygones, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. And that's what that was. And, like, we worked on tracks together since. Like, I saw my homie today. Oh, really? So, what up? You know, we're going we're gonna to link up tomorrow. Uh, I got a homie, Franco Stacks. Now, this guy is one of the illest at custom designs and custom clothing. Oh, I've seen this guy's work. Yeah, actually, which... Uh, I actually wear a couple of his shirts in a music video. Well, I'm gonna get to that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that, but we'll throw it back to that. But yeah, so we're gonna get together. We're gonna pick out some threads. We're gonna get some custom things put together. You know, gotta look good. And Franco Stacks, he's 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 the one to make you look fucking fresh to death. You I know? would trust a guy with the name Franco Stacks to dress <laughs> me fresh. No doubt. <clears throat> so you know. Uh, me and Biggs, you know, uh, I was down on Maple Avenue. That's where we were working on our shit. Little did I know that at the same time across the city in Aldershot, my homie Lendog is with Joe B. And they're working on some tapes themselves. So, you know, it's funny, you know, it's ironic. Because me and Lendog, you know, with the music right now, we're just connecting on every level. You know, we, we get together in a session and we're writing hooks, creating two to three songs every session we have. Wow. So the main guy, Joe B, who really got Len to start expressing himself on the mic and start rhyming, was the same to introduce Biggs into the music and beat production, which sparked the MC and me. So it's a crazy connection. Yeah, that's crazy how that happened. You know, it just shows how, you know, like the whole world, you know, connects everyone on so many levels, you know, especially hey, six, favorite level music. <laughs> six degrees of Kevin Bacon, buddy. <laughs> okay, so we're starting to see the origins of the collaborators now come together. Len Dog's starting to come into the picture. Kevin Bacon, you know, get fried in the morning, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that's one of my rhymes, dog. Tremors, bro. <laughs> okay. So, yo, 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 honestly, though, enough about me. Enough okay, about me here. Right. Now, what I really want to do is, uh, you know, like I said, the sneak peek to the origin of the East of the G, the Doja Malone trailer is coming soon. I had to throw that in, you know, if you right. want to see the trailer, but, you know. So, let's let's move I really, on. I really want to talk about my homie, Jordan White. Oh, this guy can play a guitar. So, now we're kind of doing origins and stories behind the collaborators moving on from east moving uh, on from east actually before we jump into jordan why don't i uh give you a little taste of what my homie brizzy has been doing you want to so, do briz right now <clears throat> yeah i want to let the crowd know because uh we want to do this put the song in between the show the whole time we're just going to give you little snippets of what's going give on you little and snippets and let you taste hear, test you know, this sample me mike briz uh this is uh these are all songs that I'm showing you here, all from the album, The Collaborators. It's a self-titled album. Uh, it's coming out this Friday. Wow, close. So, coming out this Friday, um, I'm going to show you this track here called Headstones by Mike Briz. This one is about like uh, anyone you lost in your life. Mm -hmm. So, this is a more serious feel. Okay. Okay. Until then, now, be the rich. 
still alive. I think about you every day. Only way to see you is to fly, so I check the runway. It's funny that I saw you just the other day. Bumped into a stranger at the subway. But the tunnel that you went down, underground, it only goes away. Now I ain't ready for the trip yet, but I'm sure I'll see you someday. Sunny day, by the lake, probably on a Sunday. Feel your hand on my shoulder, warm like a sunray. And say something that a son would say to his father's face. Hug his headstone, that's the way you had to be. Reflecting now and how you drown. It's such a tragedy. I seen you struggling with life. Maybe now you have been in peace. Wow. So yeah, that's my homie Briz. It's um, completely different from Len Dog, but just as powerful. Completely different. You know, I always find this guy's uh, lyrics are really easy to memorize. Um, I don't know if it's the flow or what it is. It's the way he pieces it together, but... Good rhyme schemes. Too. Yeah, that's a more, that's a more serious track. Killer rhyme schemes. Uh, he lost his he lost his pops, so his is about his pops basically. That's right. And like afterlife and whatever and, and um Lendog he wrote about uh his uh, one of his homies that he lost, uh, commit suicide and uh me personally I um I wrote mine about like my grandma. So, you know, all people that he lost and just, you know, letting them know that, you know, we still think about them and uh they ain't just a headstone, you know. It sucks that sometimes inspiration has to come from these really shitty, dark moments. But some of the best stuff comes out of it. That's it, I was just gonna say that when you saw the words right out of my mouth at the end there. You know that's why that's why that's why Bob's name is on the show. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm writing you the paycheck, right? So yeah, well you know. Anyways, back to my homie Jordan. Let's get so, to Jordan. Jordan White, he's a master with the guitar. This guy's like. You know, chopping down mountains with 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 a fucking with a guitar, you know, like like Jimmy, but uh, no, this guy's <laughs> so good with with you know, all we gotta do is show him lyrics that we've been working on, and he'll create a riff like to go with it that session. Yeah, it's too easy for him, you know, like to play the strings, like similar for us, vice versa. Like he sends us a beat, and they just write themselves. You know, the chemistry just flowing like it's. He, it's crazy. He meshes everything together so well. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a funny story how we met actually. Origin time. Uh, another another origin, bringing it back. Uh, at the time, uh, me and Briz uh, were working on a tape called Examples of Life. Now it's not X amples, it's X hyphen samples of life. Uh, it's produced by Pirate X. So Pirate X is this ill hip hop producer. So this is some real pure underground hip hop, you know that real shit. Like, hold on, like I'm gonna have to play you another little something just so we're you, gonna have to do it. Just so you can hear pirate and I can't wait to hear flows. Jordan's in a bit as well. That's what I'm excited for. Uh, this track is off uh, examples of life. Mike Briz and Eastgate. It's called Incinerated English. So check out this guy's a master with the cuts. <laughs> Right here. 
that's good, man. Shit, that's dog. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's just a little something off uh, examples of life. And at this time, uh, me and Briz and uh, we're, we're working on this with Pirate just over on... Uh, What's that street? Uh, Prospect. It's on Prospect there. Ooh, the name just gives it away. So, yeah, a couple block prospects, man. Uh, you know, so we're going to the Pirate Spot every night, and you know, we're probably recording one or two tracks. Uh, that, that's like uh, building the beat, writing the verses, and recording it. So lay, I'm talking about laying down the whole track, not just, uh, you know, going in there recording your verses. My homie make the beat from scratch, Pirate X, PX, JC Alvarez. You know, he make the beat from scratch, and, and then me and my homies, Lendog, and if Lendog was there, he's on the features on the album as well. But him and uh, Briz, you know, we just sitting there uh, writing writing our verses in, in the spot, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to uh, to make tracks, is just to, to piece it all together, you know? At least uh, that was the best for us. How we did it, you know, I know every artist is different, but... Hey, man, whatever works for you, right? <clears throat> so, yeah, so, uh, while this was happening across the street, uh, my boy Jordan was chilling with his homies. You know, all hustlers and graffiti artists, but, you know, this is all shit that I'm soon to find out. So, I have to thank, uh, of all people, my pops. Oh, Mr. Furtado's. Yeah, Mr. Furtado, Paul Furtado. You know, I had to thank him because uh, if it wasn't for him then none of this would would be happening. The collaborators probably would have never met, you know? Like, at least uh, Briz and, and Len and East would know each other, but we would have never met Jordan. Because it was through his homie, his buddy, um, that I linked up with that was the same guy that was across the street where Jordan would have been chilling that. Really? So, yeah. So, we're making this album. These guys are chilling across the street with Jordan, all, like, you know, partying, doing their thing. Whatever. Your dad's buddy. Yeah, my dad's buddy. So, <laughs> okay. And they was doing roofing with him. He's a younger guy, right? Yeah. Younger guy, so, you know, he knew that I was doing something he might be able to help me with. So we started talking and, you know, one thing led to another, you know what I mean? That's crazy that one of those other connections you're talking about, man. Yeah, you know, that was the one time, like, um, when I, like, it just kind of blew my mind. But, yeah, like, uh, I was, I went over there and I was chilling and, um... I started bumping some of the songs that we've been making across the street with Pirate X, and uh, this guy was on the on the couch. His name was Ryan Money, and uh, I remember he started playing this Johnny Cash uh, song with his guitar. Hurt. Um, Great tune. I know. I know. It's like the Nine Inch Nails. I think that. No, Johnny Cash that took did, that away uh, from them it, first originally, but yeah, the Johnny yeah. Cash track is way. Even better. Nine Inch Nails say Johnny Cash killed that. <laughs> so yeah, so I started f- have my rhyme book and. Uh, I started flipping through the pages, and I immediately found a verse for it. Like, all of a sudden, after I spit this verse, you know, everyone that was in the room, you know, like, this this little guy, especially in the corner, this little quiet guy, and he never said a word. He's like, yo, like, let's record this. I'm thinking, like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I got all the equipment right now. Like, I got it in my car. Like, I was just at Long McQuaid. It's one of these music shops. You can, you can rent stuff out, whatever. I guess he'd been recording with his band. And, uh, yeah, he just, uh, got all the equipment and we got set it up in my homie's apartment and recorded Hurt. Um, and it's a, it's a nasty track actually. Like my buddy, 
So it's so funny his name's Ryan Money because you know Johnny Cash, Ryan Money. But this guy sounds like a country, like folk, like a young Cash. Like oh man, his, his voice will give you the chills. You guys made her the very first night you met. You were bro. Recorded. We had the creative juices coagulating. I didn't know and bubbling that. Bubbling like a beaker in the grip of the most evil looking scientist. You know, that's ready to drop it on the world, man. That's fucking dope as shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that's what that's what it's that's what it's about, man. So, anyways, like uh, across the street, we just about finished examples of life. Uh, we probably had like twenty five little Caesar's pizza boxes stacked by the time <laughs> that this album was finished. Like pirate, he was a fan of his pizza. Hours in the studio, though. That's what it was, man. We didn't have time to cook or nothing like that. We just had time to you know quick get grab. the music down. Yeah. So this is also, uh, I'm going to let you guys in with an exclusive tip about Pirate X and I, myself, Eastgate. Uh, we've been working on a little something. Uh, yeah, we got something in the mix. Really? All I'm going to say is, uh, for a hint, red apple cigarettes. Now, if that means anything to you, then you know what type of production is about to go down. Okay. So, red apple cigarettes. Red apple cigarettes. That's all I'm going to say. The exclusives I'm getting on this show are blowing my mind. I just want to say, you know, check out Seven Seas Productions. That's Pirate X. Look out for PX and East coming soon. We're going to keep boom bapping it, kick snare, hi hat, and some dope sampling. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So everything's starting to come together at this point. Uh, everything's starting to come together. Um, so, you know, like we got some. Uh, Shows actually, I got something special for you. Okay. Uh, collaborators actually just dropped a music video. Yes, I've seen it. Pretty good. Pretty great for your first ep- first music video. Uh, no, there was another not one, my right? First one personally, but yeah. uh, first one for the collaborators group. Oh, you guys have a lyric music video. Oh, we do have a lyric video. This for, is the actual um, music video with for you the guys. The little in snippet it. that I played with yeah. uh, Len Dog. That's right. From the track Mine or Yours. Yeah, there's a lyric. You can find that on YouTube. You gotta look up. So, this this music the... video just dropped last week, right? Yeah, this dropped last week. Already. Uh, October 7th. 800, 844 views or something like that? Yeah, almost almost breaking 1,000. We're trying to break 1,000 by tomorrow, by Friday, so... Beautiful. For your first music video, that is pretty fucking good. Well, my first, uh, my first video that I ever did yeah. was uh, a video called Am I Dreaming? Oh, so you can find this online. It's uh, we use a beat from an old Pete Rock CL Smooth album. That's right. Um, with unreleased, uh, or actually, sorry, it's just a Pete Rock uh, unreleased class and session instrumentals. Well, I haven't heard that song in a while. And yeah, we, oh, man, we got fifteen thousand views with that because <laughs> it was nominated for a media award and um, really, it was directed by Noel Chapu, which is an amazing uh, video director. He's on. He's worked on the sets of Pixels with Adam Sandler, and he actually just shot all the Joker scenes in the latest Suicide Squad movie. Amazing! The all all of them are the traffic scenes. All scene. of the Jared Leto Joker scenes. Wow! Yeah, killer. So the music video drops. Give us a little <laughs> for what song? A bit a bit of what's it about? So we got this song. It's called um, "Walls Closing In." It's by the collaborators. I'm already starting to sing it in my head. It's about basically anything like 
any type of problem that you're going through, no matter what it is, like if you feel pressure, you feel the walls closing in on you. It's a serious song. That, yeah, that you know, like don't don't give up. Don't don't just you know take the easy way out. Just stick in there, cause you know. Everyone might think the light at the end of the tunnel is a train, but uh, you know it might be something better for you. You know you might find that light be something that you know helps you. Yeah, it's a so. it's a deep message, man. The the video is no joke. It's as serious as the song. Yeah, we got Abby Scholes actually singing for on the hook. And she's just got such a soulful, beautiful voice. Like, she does an amazing job. She kills it's almost me. mesmerizing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, check it out. Search on YouTube. Walls closing in. The collaborators. Get in the on the ground video. floor. Get in on the ground floor of this band, because you're gonna be seeing more music videos coming. Yeah, the shoot. Uh, the shoot for the video was actually crazy. It started at five a.m. So we shot this whole video in one day. In. In the hometown? In the hometown of Burlington. Okay. 5 a.m. So start time. Commitment. 5 a.m. we started because we want to go to Kern's Cliff. We want to get the sunrise. And um, uh, we wanted Abby to be like the light of the video, you know? Did you shoot her scenes at the same time you guys all did yours? Like you were all there together? Yeah, yeah. We all went together as a group. I was went, wondering. shot that. her scenes in the morning. Yeah. Uh, we finished uh, around... 6 p.m. It was a 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. shoot. Wow. Three different locations. Man, I had to go to a wedding after this, so imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that's another story. Through. That's another story. Yeah, you were beat after that, man. But um, but actually, uh, you know, so we did three different locations. Uh, one one of them was uh, Kearns Cliff in the morning, and then we had uh, this little room for uh, AA meeting in this uh, in this building, the CAA building. We knew someone, and they let us go in there and shoot this in the basement. With a very special guest appearance by Mr. Paul Furtado. Oh, yeah, my pops is in there. Uh, we got some cameos, a couple homies that made it in there. My homie D-Block, my buddy Dialeg. Oh, Dialeg, <laughs> oh, what a beauty. <laughs> my buddy Pykel. Oh, yeah, Pykel um, Thompson. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so you got to check it out. Oh, the third location was mine, uh, Graffiti Tunnel. We had a, tres- a little bit of trespassing going on, but it was You fun. didn't? No, no, no. You know, we... A tiny bit of trespassing? Just a little bit. Just a oh, little bit. come on, East. There's a little bit of East uh, graffiti up on the wall, too, there. If you if you keep your eye out in the video. It's, you know, it's like that El Barto tag in The Simpsons. El Barto? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you picture yourself tagging, is <laughs> <laughs> For sure. You know, red cat to the back. Yeah. Uh, the video was uh, directed and shot by uh, my buddy Shane Fester. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, he is nice with the camera. He's traveled the world, been all over the world, uh, performed all over the world, and just taking really? shots and, and done videos. Yeah, he's, what, So this isn't his first music video? No, this isn't his first video. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so my homie Shane, you know, he's real nice with the camera. You know, I'll let you, I'll let you be the judge. I'll let you see for yourself. Check it out. Walls Closing In, YouTube. Search that up. Walls closing in by the collaborators. Yeah, you got to check it out. Honestly, the the cinematography of this music video, I know just for a local band, but it's pretty great the way you guys captured the sun. I mean, it makes sense that you shot it so early in the morning, but it, it looks beautiful. And it, it matches the song perfectly, the the tone you guys are trying to bring to it. Yeah, it's uh, you got you to gotta listen for yourself, you know. If you like it, drop a comment. You know, we like love to hear your feedback. 
let us know what you think and you know if you're really feeling it come come see us you know we put on a hype show yeah so okay so speaking of that is there any shows coming up in the future Yes, uh, we're, we're, we're dropping the album Friday, we're just doing it online just to have everyone so they can, um, we're going to do it on Bandcamp, actually. So Friday, October 14th, which is tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Wow. We're going to drop the album tomorrow, and um, you can go on Bandcamp, and if you like it, you know, you can make a donation, or, you know, you can just, you know, let us know, give us your feedback. Just give some love. And yeah, you know, give some love. Give some dollars, uh, whatever you feel like. You know, we we accept anything. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, any type of currency like that at this. Of course, a penny. But for your yeah, thought. you know, a penny for your thoughts, uh, a million for your dreams. You know. Did you didn't make that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an old. Use... That's an old hook. That's an old hook. That's an old uh, <laughs> Eason Biggs. You know that really brings it back. Wow. <laughs> you, know, you did good. not make that up. I'm on good the on spot. the tip of the heels, man. I'm telling you, I'm yeah. quick draw. You know that. So, you know, Jordan actually, he creates the beat live. So when we do a show, uh, he'll be making the beat with the loop pedal, each instrument, so the drums, anything else, you know, like the guitar, the the drums, any any other instruments, uh, he's making himself with his guitar. Yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy live. I've seen you guys a couple of times now. So, album dropping. When's the show? When's the tour? The tour, uh, you know, tours in the mist. You know, we just got, we're just dropping the album. We're gonna set up a, a release party. Yeah. We have a show November twelfth in Simcoe, Simcoe Recreational Center. Uh, this is for my homie B Flix. Uh, he's a very inspiring artist himself. He's uh paralyzed, from uh, head to toe paralyzed, but he wants to be an MC and uh, he's he's on the microphone rapping, letting everyone know. His experience, you know. Hey, man, why would that stop you? Exactly. So, I'm excited for this. Uh, you know, we've been doing uh, we've been doing shows uh, for eight years now. I've been doing shows uh, around Toronto, Peterborough, that's basically kinda, the GTA area. That's kind of crazy to think about that long. Yeah. So you know, we've done a boat cruise in Toronto. One of the venues, you know, we're on a boat in the middle <laughs> of the Toronto. Boat. Yeah, <laughs> you know that one. Uh, we did some uh, Joe Dogs in Burlington. Was another one. Um, yeah. Cats Bar. I know. I know. Ba loves the Cats Fries. They're not there. They anymore. no longer exist. But you can never see the show again. There might yeah. be an old tape out somewhere. The, oh, that's actually funny. Uh, funny story about that show. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay. Yes. So we, it, it was. It's a small venue, and, and we filled the place up pretty good. It's a it's a little bar, little sports bar serving food, beer, just kind of in a little strip mall type area. So we probably been through half the set. Yeah. And it's this, late. Yeah, so it's like our sets are usually like an hour, over an hour long. Usually 10, 11 o'clock start time sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. um we did we did about a half an hour in and and this one guy, you know, he was all fucked up on something. I don't know. I've, I don't think it was just booze, but mm-hmm. something else is going on in this kid's head. And he started breakdancing. And, and, you know, <laughs> hey, hey if don't get me it. wrong. If Yo, you're, if you're good and, you know, you're good at breakdancing, you can break it. Trust me, I know. My homie D-Block is a sick breaker. I've seen yeah. him do it. Like, you got control. But this guy is uncontrolled, not even good breakdancer. Like, wannabe. Fucked up beyond recognition. Faker. Like, spinning, spinning on his back. He's doing the one on his back. Spinning, spinning, spinning. Spins into the loop pedal. 
And I saw this happening before it happened. I'm just getting ready, like, while I'm rapping. I grab him while I'm rapping. Spin him around. Toss him while he's on his back. Down the down the down the front of the down the front of the stage, right in front of the stage, I grab him, whip him across the floor, sliding. He's everyone's started laughing, shit, freaking out. And then I told him, I said, "Yo, get to the back of the bar, or or you're out for the night." And I told him, I said, "Bro, if you want to watch the show, get to the fuck to the back on the microphone." I told him this in front of everyone. The fuck to the back. You're watching at the back for the rest of the show, or you're out. So we watched the rest of the show. He watched, back. That's it. He sat down at a little table with a small tear in his eye. There's he didn't a, want to leave. It's that good of a show. He had a twill. Yeah, he had, he had a little twill, twill like a little baby. <laughs> so yeah, you know, so that was one of the shows we did. But uh, yeah, so me, me and Briz actually, you know, we've been doing shows for a while. We opened up for some pretty big names. Uh, the first show I did actually was for uh, You God or the Wu Tang. Wow. Yeah. So I got to meet him. Um, we did shows with uh, Royce the Five Nine, uh, ill MC from Detroit, uh, corrupt Snoop Dogg's cousin. Yep, he was cool. He actually came in, watched some of the opening acts, and you know you can see him there not uh, bobbing his head if he was feeling it. And other ones, you know, he wasn't really feeling. Maybe he was just chilling. But uh, Joe Buttons didn't even get to meet him. He just showed up late, left right away, right after. Really. Uh, yeah, lots of, lots of, oh, Jada Kiss was another one. Jada Kiss is, uh... Meet him? In Hamilton. Yeah, we got to meet, we got to talk and everything, so that was cool. That's dope. How long ago was Jada Kiss? <clears throat> Jada Kiss was a couple years back. Yeah. Um, probably, like, three years, I think. Okay, alright, alright. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're just, uh, we're gonna be do, setting up some more shows soon. We're gonna be opening up for some other artists, and, and right now we're just, uh, promoting our album, first collaborator's album out. And then the Simcoe show is where and when again? It's at the Simcoe Recreational Center. Mm-hmm. And it is on November 12th. And uh, it's opening up for B-Flix. Uh, so if you're in the area, come out, check it out. Yeah, enjoy a nice night of music. Come yeah, out. yeah. Uh, so do you have a, another track for us? Uh, right now, I will play you... I just want to keep hearing the songs. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. Uh, actually, I'm, I have one for you. Uh, I'm just going to let you know. Um, search on YouTube, The Collaborators. Check us out. We got the twelve. We got a 12-track album coming out, self-titled. All original music composed by Jordan White. All original material written by yours truly, East of the G. My homie Len Dog and Mike Briz. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be on Bandcamp, so you know we we'll have physical. We'll, we'll get physical copies for sale, and we have the internet. If you want to make a donation, go to Bandcamp, make a donation. I'm already buying. You one can of contact. Copies. You can get in touch with us. Uh, contact us at therealcollaborators at gmail dot com. So that's uh, therealcollaborators gmail dot com. You know, so we'll get you hooked up with some collaborators merchandise and the new album. You know, it's gonna be crazy. We've already got the second album in the mix, man. Really, you're already starting. Yeah, already, Just- already got that pro- project moving. You know, including lots of uh, side collaborations with uh, all the members in the group. Wow, that plus your what you gave us our sneak peek. You're you're a very busy man. 
yeah, just focused on the music and uh, you know, I wanna say come come check out the show if you like it, you know, check out the video. Come see us live. We put on a hype show and uh what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play out uh, a little I'm gonna end the show here, actually, on a little Jordan White. That's almost perfect. That we're ending it on the big man himself. Uh thanks everybody for tuning in. All the non nation fans not after thirty. Everybody tuning in just for East. It's been a great episode uh, promoting an amazing band that tomorrow, first album's dropping live. This is a little track. Check it out. Yeah, this is actually off uh, off the second album. So you won't be hearing this for a while, but this is, uh, George, this is Jordan White. This is what he does with his guitar, yo. Thanks, everybody. Collaborators, East of the G, a.k.a. the Doja Malone. Peace.